Hello again, listeners. It's me, Gianluca. I very much enjoyed meeting you. And make sure you look after Mr. Yeti. He is a great guy. I will be back to see you soon again. Okay? Goodbye for now. Enjoy. Ew. Smells like it's time for another Shy Life podcast. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Gonna be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. Hello. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? Yeah. Boy, he's not all that shy as right. Six limey, governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, Bonjour et bienvenue au podcast The Shy Life. Hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. So what's this episode going to be about? Well, it's another Chatterbox edition. Hooray! <laughs> um, at the moment we've got um, five special guests. Actually, no, four, because you can't really count me. I'm not a special guest oh. on my own show. Oh. Um, I'm very special. Um, we might have one other person turning up. We've got one cancellation, but that's understandable. But uh, let me run the theme music. When we come back, I'll introduce everybody bit by bit. <laughs> yes, this is my arm. Inch by inch. <laughs> um, this is my best thing. bit. Run that theme music. Inch by inch, that will take a while. <laughs> Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing called the Shy Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. I'll kill anyway for potato. Delicious. Hello, Captain. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you, Paul? <laughs> Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? I love the Yeti test. It's my favorite thing. We can talk that was bad. Just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. I could eat more body weight than crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all gooey and meaty. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. Um, and we're back. Yes. So. Do we have apologies, Mr. Charles? We have apologies uh, for Mr. Toppy Smelly, but it's a family crisis, so that's quite understandable. No, um, we do have some extra material, and I think there is some Toppy in that. Um, so um, he'll be here. Um, and we're thinking about him. So I, I, I am in the room with Mr. Nick Goodman. Hello. So he's here. Definitely. I can I can definitely tick him off the register. Um, and then we have uh, Uncle Warren. Hello, Uncle Warren. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is like a audio edition of Celebrity Squares. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Meg. Um, <laughs> Does that make you Willie Rashton? Are you in the middle? Are you in the middle? Wait. No, the, the, there's a mystery in the middle. Uh, I think we should have a mystery in the middle. 
Well, uh, that might be the person who's yet to turn up, but we just haven't heard from him yet. I, I haven't got the beard to be Willie Rushton. I can be <laughs> the old square himself, if you like. <laughs> That's my wardrobe he wears, anyway. Let me just make sure he's not messaged me. Hello, uh, he's just driven by. <laughs> uh, apparently, Willie Rushton's last words to Barry Cryer were, tell Baz, yeah! tell Baz he's too old to do Pando. <laughs> also, oh, no, good words not. about... Barry Cryer, not too Barry Cryer. Oh, right. Oh, right. Okay. Tell, tell Bazzer he's too old to do Panther, apparently. Yeah. Not quite Kiss Me Hardy, is it? Our mystery guest is is uh, waiting for us. To, um, but uh, I, before I um, bring him on board, uh, we haven't introduced Mr. Andrew Trowbridge and Miss Lisa Parker from um, yeah. the archives. And, uh, Hello. 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 Um, let me see if I can get our fine, our sixth and final guest. Uh, Put some money in the slot. The uh, sixth and final piece of the key to time. Uh, why didn't it show up? I think it would know who I was going to be inviting. Uh, no, don't want to share a link. I want to. Oh, uh, yeah. I want there. Yeah, right. I have to say, well, whilst Paul's fiddling here. Um, yeah, I, I I sort of said to Paul, oh, you can have my old hard drive because I, I bought a new hard drive. It's a Wizzo sort of jolly thing. And I said, oh, you can have my old one. And um, I was busy transferring it. I went off to the pub, came back again. And my poor laptop had sort of fainted and it hasn't spoken to me since. I think it, it was kind of overwhelmed by the sort of giants talking to each other. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm kind of doing a workaround for that. Nicholas, <laughs> you've been to a public hostelry. Hello, hello, Martin. Saturday hello, how you doing? Hello. Yes, our sixth and final guest is Mr. Martin Holmes. Yay. Hello. Good evening. Um, yeah, we've beamed you up. How are you? Sorry, what? Oh, me? I'm fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how are you doing? So I'm just not used to people asking. No, I'm fine. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> we've, we've just done our part. We have apologies for Mr. Toppy Smelly due to family oh. problems. So, um, uh, so I think we now we're now fully stopped. Um, at, uh, Does that put Martin in the middle then? Yeah. Oh yes, he's our mystery. Oh, um, we are Martin. Uh, we are Paul Six. <laughs> it now makes you the family pack. <laughs> of what though? Mm, that's a very good question. Very good question. Oh, it's a great life on the buses. Whatever, what the time of day. Uh, we we <laughs> should just let you know who's here, Martin. You probably guessed. We've got Nick, we've got Lisa, I know these Andrew, voices. and Warren. Yes. And me. Yes. Same old faces going round the houses once again. Yes. How are we all? Oh, not too bad. Pretty good. It's a bit warm. Uh, Sarah's day. Yeah, we're okay. Mm-hmm. And one and three, just, three at last. Uh, I was just saying, it's four squares. Make make us look like we're from like the, the, the cartoon version of Lauren and Hardy. Oh no, no, stop it now! You have squares. Uh, well, on our Skype thing, uh -huh. we're all in four squares. Um, <laughs> we're top left, and you're your bottom right, and it just makes us look like we're. The, the title sequence to the Laurel Hardy cartoon. So I expect Warren to come sideways, pushing one of those up downy things you get on railways. 
I, I love just your technical to grasping of how of equipment from the railway. One of those up downy things. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what I meant. <laughs> I did. So, <clears throat> so, so I have I have a very, a very little list of things for us to discuss, um, and one of them that hasn't gone very well, which we won't do. Uh, I thought you know, sometimes I present you with facts about things, and I thought, well, what summer facts do I have? And the thing that came top of my list was 10 new prison facts from the summer 2023. Uh, I, I don't think we want really, I don't. Ah, uh, factors, Paul, factors. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we want. I want to be fact. Do you want, do you want some facts about prisons? <laughs> I do, I do. I mean, you never know when I might need them. <laughs> uh, apparently there are less, there are 10,700 less prison places since 2010. Okay. Uh, and, so so it's, it's become like a network sale or a net, the, the post network uh, thing. It's like the, there's less places, so more people want them. Yeah, <laughs> um, Are they bidding for them? Is it like that? Not the nine o'clock news sketch of the NHS bidding for beds. I won. I won the six by four. Or was it six by eight or whatever it is now? Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for something more summary. I think we've probably got other, other, other things we can can discuss. Actually, uh, one of the things I wanted. Well, I know Warren had a question for Toppy, but I don't know whether you you want to. I, I've got the answer, so <laughs> uh, I, can I can't remember what the question was. Well, Warren well, asked proxy. me when we were playing Fortnite why American phone numbers is it begin with five five five? Oh yeah, because when you have all these American dramas, um, they all start um, saying, "Well, what's your telephone number?" and it always starts five five five. It's because the world is full of idiots. The world is full of idiots who basically see a number on the screen and decide to dial it. And so they had to use a code that wasn't actually being used anywhere. And that's that's what the 555 yeah, is, which that's, is. That's the answer, yeah. That is why, Warren. Uh, All right, well, thanks for playing. I'm off now then. <laughs> My life's complete oh, is that now. the game? Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It's just, well, Warren wasn't sure. And I had to Google it. And we were going to ask Toppy and see whether he, but, um, it means you'd have to wait for another month or more. So, well, and and immediately dialed the number. <laughs> yeah, you've been sitting there dialing them. Um, I, I, I have I have something else I want to discuss. But I'm going to ask you all to if, if you have anything you want to discuss. Um, I, I decided so you can see us <laughs> I, I, because because I've been doing research, actually doing research for top secret research for. Um, um vision on sound episodes and actually watching stuff um i i secret number it's five 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 i i kind of write that down i i came i came across some um the name of an actress who was in one of the things i was watching and um looked to see what else she'd been in and realized that she'd been in Virtually every episode of of or some or an episode of almost every cult TV series ever uh, um, existent. But um, um, I was going to tell you a little bit about the actress Anne Francis, um, who is originally well, she was originally known for Forbidden Planet in 1956. Uh, that was her that was um, her first role. But uh, I happened to see her in an episode of. Uh, the invaders um, because it, it be, I became aware that there were actually quite a lot of quite famous people who appeared in the invaders. There was, I was watching an episode the other night with Gene Hackman and, 
I was thinking it was Gene Hackman appearing in TV in, back in, and I thought he was like mov movies by that time. But um, the, He turns up it, in a few of the um, Twilight or the other pro Outer Limits, I think he turns up in one of those. A bit before, um, uh, what's it called, Bonnie and Clyde, isn't it? So, mm. which, which is what was his breakthrough, I think, wasn't it? Well, Anne Francis was on shows. As she got to the stage, I was working backwards down her career. Uh, or, yeah, back to the start. It always ends e well that way. I was even playing a game where I was like, okay, so maybe she was in an episode of Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, she was. And mm -hmm. I was almost trying to... She did a murder she wrote as well, I think. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. she waving? She wrote. Well, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get that to that. She, she was in things like Rawhide in the 50s. Um, <laughs> Third cow from the left. Doctor Kildare in 1961. Alfred Hitchcock presents. I mean, I'm skipping lots. She was in Alfred Hitchcock presents. Everybody knows it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she was in two uh, Twilight Zones um, in '60 and '63. That's '63. That's that's. They went back last, for more. The last season. Um, she was in Ben Casey. She was in The Man from Uncle. Uh, she was even in Alfred Hitchcock. She was in. <laughs> And she was in Alfred Hitchcock's Hour three times. Wow, three hours with Alfred. She was, she was in Burke's Law. Um, now Burke's Law. he used to drive around in a Rolls Royce, didn't he? It's a bit like Cole's yeah. Law, but different. Well, Burke's Law was a, li a little bit quirky. I remember seeing an episode with some Venus flytraps, and they actually had puppeteers doing the Venus flytraps. And I, I didn't see, I think it's one of those shows that might have been on late night TV and I saw one or two episodes. I think it's probably a lot more quirky and weird than... Uh, painted green. There's, some, <laughs> there's one of those in an early Star Trek where there's a, a plant in, uh, I think it's in uh, the horticultural area and it's a hand, it's a hand covered in uh, plastic That's wrap. That's where no man goes before, isn't it? It's very early, yeah. But it's just like it's just supposed to be an exotic alien plant. It's got five fingers, or well, four fingers and a thumb. It's the Sulu's exotic plants. It wasn't turned it? up on the Adams family. <laughs> the, well, the, there was a show in, in America in 1965, 66 called Honey West. Ah, and Francis played Honey West. I've seen a few of those. They've been on on um, talk, talking talk cobblers. Um, did, uh, did we not get you the DVD of that? Anyway. Yes, you did. I will certainly have it. Yeah, I can't move. Um, I prefer to watch it on the television. <laughs> <laughs> um, Honey West is so. You just realised, Paul, you've admitted that you don't actually watch a, pro, uh, a, a present <laughs> somebody's bought for you. That's digging well, the well, biggest well, hole. I you don't think watch. any of us have watched all the presents. <laughs> well, I have because nobody's ever bought me anything. So that's oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think we have. Well, I think many of us safely have. Safely say, I have. Well, no, but I think that, well, a lot of us have the problem where we have lots of box sets we've not finished um, yet. Um, I'll start. But, uh, I still Nick, remember I then. sent you a thought in 1988. Can I have it back, please? Yeah. Because I've run out of them. <laughs> Un <laughs> unused and unwanted. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I never forgotten, uh, Warren, you, you you got me the um, uh, box set with uh, Invasion of the Dinosaurs and Android Invasion. When I was uh, when I was in a in a, a bit of a spot, uh, so most sure. most kind. I can't remember that, but oh well, thank you anyway. But, oh, uh, I could say any of rubbish, couldn't I? So he shall. 
So I did know Anne Francis <laughs> in Honey West. Honey West was a little bit avenger And in fact, when I looked into Honey West, which I think was a spin-off of Burke's Law, or mm. I think she may have p- appeared as Honey West in an episode of Burke's Law, mm. um, it, it actually said that Honey West only ran for one season because they looked at the Avengers and thought, uh, we'll just buy the Avengers rather than make our own show. Uh, and that's how, because they decided to get rid of Honey West, that's how the Avengers made its appearance in America. So I didn't know that. Um, the Honey uh, West connection. There we yeah, go. She, she was... The thing she, the first thing she did after Honey West was an episode of The Fugitive, and the thing she did after The Fugitive was The Invaders, right. um, so which um, in sixty-seven or um, The Fugitive must have um, Fugitive in the first series of The Invaders must have overlapped because well, possibly not. The um, Fugitive's from about sixty-four, isn't it? And, and so sixty-four, sixty-eight. Yeah, uh, the you know, first color season. I'm BD. Yeah. I'm BD. It just says that Fugitive 67 and mm. Invaders 67. And I know she's in a season two, mm. two episode of The Invaders. But, it's that, it's, um, I mean, because The Invaders is color all the way through. So, yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah, um, I, said that that, I would have said that The Invaders sort of replaced it. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, she's in Funny Girl. She's in, she's in a 1969 episode of Mission Impossible. Mm. In The Virginian. She's in. She's in two episodes of Columbo. Lisa, how's your Columbo? It's it's just sitting and looking at me at the moment. We haven't. Cr- we I, I have opened it. it you open. were cross because all the discs were in the wrong order. Yeah, who's put this in here? Was it I second hand? She took all the discs out and arranged them in the correct order. Yeah. Right, right. Was it, was it seconds from now. Was it a second-hand copy? It was. Ah, so it's actually been watched. That's the thing. I keep buying I second-hand think... copies that come in the cellophane. I think <laughs> <laughs> this was a present nobody wanted. Uh, hold on a minute. <laughs> it was very reasonable. When it's, it's, it, it, looks, was reasonable. it was reasonable. Well, <laughs> it was very cheap, really. But, argue I said to Mr. T, um, were they feeding them through the letterbox and all you could hear this voice of the delivery boy going, and just one more thing, and just one more thing. I've got an accidental episode of, uh, uh, based, based around Columbo uh, in, a, in a few weeks, so that's, that's quite funny. Accidental? Yeah. You, you have a boss bros incident. No, it was, it was um, I think we were going to talk about something else and, and then we didn't. <laughs> Uh, we were going to we were going to touch on it in uh, passing, and we ended up talking about it for an hour. So I thought, well, that's the show then. So that's all right. Okay. Uh, just briefly, briefly <laughs> to run through a few more of the shows she was in. I mean, it'd be interesting to compare some of these. Mm. How you know, like how many of these different act- actors and actresses of this time? Mm. How many of the show? You know, who is the actor, or actor, actor, or actress, or actor, whatever, mm. um, who who appeared in the most sort of cult uh, TV uh, shows uh, in the sort of period, but. Uh, she was in Banachek. She was in Ironside twice. She was in Kung Fu. She was in um, Eddie Queen, Barnaby Jones mm-hmm. twice. Petra uh, Petricelli. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh, Petrochemicals. That's a good Petri- series. <laughs> Petricelli. I should better pronounce that as I've been watching. <laughs> don't you put that in? Don't you put that on your salad or something? 
She was in Wonder Woman. <laughs> Police uh, woman. She was in Police oh, Woman. Oh, Nick. Nick's, Nick's got all of the quiver for the mention of Wonder Woman. <laughs> she, was, she was in Police Woman twice, Hawaii Five-0. Um, gosh, that's a late episode of that. Um, Vegas. I, I'd better get a watch. Quincy. Uh, the Littlest Hobo. Charlie's <laughs> Angels twice. Dallas. Mm. Four episodes of Dallas. Fantasy Island three times. Chips. <laughs> Oh, um, Simon and Simon, Riptide, The Love Boat, uh, Hardcastle and McCormick. Uh, don't know. Did she do a Dukes of Hazard though? That's the question. I don't think she did. She did Jake and the Fat and the Fat Man. <laughs> Jake, Jake and the Fat Man. Now there's a blast. Matlock, the Golden Girls. She did one. Yeah. Murder She Wrote. She did three times. Um, oh well, and she even did. Burke's Law, like it must be a 90s revival of Burke's Law. Yeah. Burke's back. Uh, but yes, she she died in 2011, I think, aged 80. But um, yeah, I just born the same year as my mum. Yeah, I just, it's just one of those things where you're researching, doing one bit of research for one podcast, and you say, oh, I just wonder who, I wonder, don't I recognise that face? And then you discover, oh, yes. You know, I, I, I thought I recognise her from. Oh, probably any of these, like about about ten different shows. I, I thought of you recently, Paul, because I was I was watching Raise the Titanic, mm. and uh, an actor appeared in Raise the Titanic, Dave David Selby, and he's most famous uh, for <laughs> Dark Shadows. For Dark Shadows, which <laughs> although I think he was isn't he one of those not landing one of those, he's known in the eighties he was known for another soap, but yes he. He was known as Quinton in Dark Shadows in the late 60s and 70s. Apparently he did the voiceover at the beginning of a lot of episodes. I, I, yeah. I don't know whether that was true or not, but uh, yeah, I, I just thought, oh, crikey. I, I never <laughs> thought I'd seen anybody who had actually been in Dark Shadows in, in, in a movie. Oh, well, I saw it. Well, as part of yeah. my research for an episode of Vision and Sam we were going to be recording, I, I saw I saw an, an actress outside of a Dark Shadows out. A Dark Shadows actress outside of her comfort, she's been allowed in to the daylight. <laughs> allowed to escape into another yeah. cult TV show. Nick, what I was going to ask around, I was going to ask around um, any any things that you, you, you wanted to bring up, but I, and I know Nick has something he wants to. Well, there's about. there's a few things. Um, as I say, for the first, uh, firstly, um, it's thirty years at the end of this month that we embarked on our first film together, Prison in the Sun, there's, there's something about Prison in the Sun. And uh, the first time M- Mr. T uh, well, uh, and um, and Lisa worked together and, and met, was it the first time you met, I think? Indeed. Yes. I think so, yes. yes. Did you come, you really come for the Comic Marts? I didn't you? go to Comic Marts, no. No, I, 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 no that, that involved daylight. <laughs> but yes, the first time you are seen together as a team. Ooh. I was mar- I was married to uh, Lisa. You were, yes. Uh, we, yeah. You were playing the we, oldest we, members of the cast, we, and you were the youngest members of the cast. Yeah. <laughs> We've still got that blanket, you know. You know the uh, multicoloured blanket. Oh, on the bed. Yes. It's on the bed at the moment. The cat's love it. That blanket is still going. Well, it's got a couple of holes in the, yeah. in the door. No, Martha loved it because she she cloths on it. She stands up there. <laughs> yeah. So yes, as of um, Andrew and Lisa uh, this this month, you know, in a in a sort of broadly broadly speaking, you know. 
But, um, yeah, I also, we, I'm lucky enough to have a little bit of a, a, a back pay at work. And uh, with the demise of poor old network, um, uh, we, uh, my missus and I scooped up um, Special Branch and Public Eye. Um, and also the um, Michael Seeley's book on Douglas Canfield. But that's a different version of Public Eye than I've got. Yeah, that's the brand new one that's, oh, right, that's come yeah. out. Yeah, so it's, um, it's got a, bot, a plastic. It must have been the last everything. thing Network did before they went bust. Yeah, but yeah, I went gray, to grey-looking one. Yeah. Oh, you probably got a box called Frank, which was oh, the previous right. release. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we 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 watched a bit of Special Branch on the we're talking pictures and 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 uh, it got better and better as as it went on and until it was a sort of quasi Sweeney. Um, so that was that was that was fun. I saw some episodes. I don't have, don't really have TV anymore. But I did what um, I, I saw some special branch on. Uh, yes, on and I hit twenty years married. It's all happening in July. You know, we've got um, as I say uh, anniversaries galore. Facebook reminded me it was seven years since I did my last poetry gig, um, which uh, Nick and Ali attended. And which just about fitted onto the very beginning of the podcast. It was like episode two or three. Or um, so I'm kind of glad that. I mean, I did have, I did have um, people videoing a lot of the shows I did at the Poetry Cafe. Uh, I don't know that anyone videoed that one, but we did audio it. So I'm glad that it's preserved. Um, uh, I'm bang up to date. Last I think last month I finished the script for a panto we're doing at the pub. I've been asked to come up with the panto at the pub. It's uh, it's only the second pantomime I've written, um, and um, it's yeah. It's a, we're, we're, me and the landlord will be uh, <laughs> sort of putting it all putting the production together. Oh, uh, who's that? It says it says like, well, what am I going to do? No, he's not one of your relatives. Uh, no. uh, 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 he doesn't sound then. like that. I don't oh, know. Why I'm going to make a cup of tea. <laughs> right, Mr. T, did, did I notice yet? Uncle John didn't offer to make anybody else a cup of tea as usual. Well, he has done that before, but it's a bit pointless. Every <laughs> time he's posted it to everyone, it's gone cold. That uh, <laughs> you think that you think that you could use the internet for tea delivery? That, that seems to be something they've forgotten to do when they've invented the internet. But uh, um, I'm also try- desperately trying to get fi- find a new phone. Uh, no, nobody, no sales assistant in Salisbury wants to be remotely helpful uh, when it comes to phones. Um, so I've, I'm, I'm still looking. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. T, I was reliably informed that you had something to tell us. I can't remember about um, No, it, <laughs> it it was partly inspired by your and Toppy question about the Dalek films. Oh yeah, you were saying why was the second Dalek film? much less commercially successful than the first one, although it's arguably a better film. Yeah. And uh, I've got William Hartnell's ratings in my lap, mm-hmm. if, if you'll pardon the expression. I never I knew he was a sailor. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. And the answer's quite simple, actually. It's the difference between Doctor Who's popularity in 1965 and in 1966, which is considerable. Um, 1965, um, season two, sees stories like The Web Planet um, hitting 12 million viewers, would you believe? Um, whereas 1966... Um, where does it hit them? Yeah, The Savages gets down to under 5 million. So <clears throat> That's why they threw it away. 
if the TV show is acting as like you know a commercial for the film, basically almost three times as many people are watching the show in '65 at one point than are watching it in '66, which is quite shocking. I can only uh, base details, but I'm not quite sure what they did, but. Um... Beatlemania took overtook Dalek Mania. Oh, I still I think. think Evil of the Daleks would have made a much, much better, juicier film um, than 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 uh, either of those two. <laughs> you would have dark corridors and the hammerheads. Wanted to do that, didn't he? Yeah. I remember where he said, "Oh, we should have done Evil as a film," but mm. uh, I guess by that point, nobody was interested in. No. It should have done Thackeray. Yeah. I mean, people have speculated about the chase, how the chase might have worked as a film, with like guest appearances by Christopher Lee as Dracula. Much, um, much, much the same as it did on the telly, a total mess. <laughs> and, and Jim Dale as well. Yeah. That's what? That's uh, more uh, than <laughs> Or Stephen or something. I oh don't my know. gosh. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. He actually threw down the corridor on a trolley. Yeah, <laughs> that's how he escapes. <laughs> 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 but you could have still had Mario scoring in Evil because he was a film actor anyway. <laughs> He'd be hanging around on the sets anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> well, well, the thing you said, Nick, about um, special branch. Yeah. Was, was it you, Warren? Um, talked to somebody who'd worked on special branch was it a cameraman sir? yes it was a cameraman he um he was filming some stock footage of me in my police uniform uh, many years ago he'd also worked on rainbow he was a cameraman for thames and he didn't think much of the last season is that right uh, i can't re- i can't really repeat the words he used because you might have to bleep them out but he was <laughs> none too impressed by it no i, I thought i thought the last season was the best actually i thought i, I thought that somebody really put a rocket up it in the last two seasons it was it was very much a precursor to sort of the Sweeney the last season. Absolutely, of that. yeah. I mean, you, any 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 um, show that could have get away with uh, Tony Beckley as a uh, was a drag queen assassin. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. That is, I have to say that is um, he um, his lover's um, Sheardy, uh, isn't it? Jackie Pierce, yes. <laughs> yes, and Sheard, yeah. Yeah, so that... bisexual. I'm going to have to watch that now. We've not got that far, have we? We watched up to the end of the Darren Nesbitt stuff and then yeah. went, well, I don't know if I fancy the look of the next one. Because so, they, they do that. Shakes fist at screen. <laughs> they do that with Houston films with Van der Valk. Yeah, because I can never get on with the l- um, last season of Van der The last season of the 70s Van der Valk. In one of the episodes, there's just a car chase. There's a car chase, and they crash through boxes for no reason. I'm like, it's like this is just like a precursor of the Sweeney. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's it was not... definitely that that third season was definitely influenced by the Sweeney. Um, but it doesn't fit with the other two yeah. at all, really, does it? It's um, yeah, it's I, on I, film for yeah. Start, I, isn't I get it? confused when they go inside a house and it's on film. I'm yeah. going, no, the inside of house should be on videotape. <laughs> <laughs> They filmed it in a different place. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> I, want, I, I want to pick up a delicate subject. I think it's delicate, but it doesn't mean to, I don't want to. I, I don't want to slag off. I don't want to slag off any particular shows, but uh, I just wondered if anyone else noticed this or had this similar opinion. Um, I, I find that watching shows, say watching like the original Creature, or Creature Great and Small, or watching 
Miss Marple or things that are set in the past that were made in the 80s. I watch that and I don't have any problem believing in the the, the, the period costume or the or. But if I watch anything that's set in the past, but by now, like made now, um, whether it be Downton Abbey or any of those sorts of shows, I watch it and I think these are actors dressed up in in in, in fancy dress. It doesn't. I don't know whether it's the picture quality or the, the style of acting. It's the or, acting. Yeah. I just don't believe in it. I don't. I don't. So I, I know. Well, I have that gripe. I genuinely have that gripe as well. Yeah. I just I cannot Lisa get likes... my head around it. Cannot get my head around it for some reason. I, like I know Lisa like real creatures, but every time I see the trailer, to me, it just, I just, it looks so different. I just can't believe it in it. Um, right. Yeah, the new All Creatures Great and Small is lovely, and Sam West is a fantastic blue crit. He's arguably better than Robert Hardy. Uh, people yeah. get on with him then. Well, yeah, he's nice. He people are. So, no, I, I love it. But I can see where you're coming from because I think it's the picture quality. It's so crisp that you can. I mean, you know, I like Father. I like Father Brown, but again, that's he's a very picture. That's a very picture perfect postcard version of 1950s. And but I, I mean, I do, I do like that. But I don't. But there's definitely a difference between period stuff made now than there was. You know, when I don't. I don't have that feeling with Miss Marple or... It's because the, all the stuff in the 80s is made on video, so it looks mm. softer anyway. HD yeah. cameras, yeah. Mm. It's, it's different, isn't it? Mm. So there's a, there's a lot of factors because it's, yeah. it's the difference. I mean, I've always said that, you know, my, my, my sweet spot is that you do the outside stuff on film and the inside stuff on videotape. Um, but that, as I will say, real life looks like videotape to yeah. me. Real life doesn't look like film. Yeah. But, yeah. I would point out, if anybody's got the um, ITV Jet the Ripper, the Michael mm. Cave, watch the deleted scenes. Yeah. Because the scene with Barry Foster, mm. uh, there's a scene with him and I think it's George Sweeney. Yeah. And he's talking to him and they're in a room and it's like you're in the room with, you, with them. Mm. It's one of the most intense things I've actually ever seen. Which you don't get in the actual in the film in the broadcast version because it's on film and it it just it looks too glossy, too glossy, yeah, and overlit, doesn't it? The film was very overlit. So, and I'm sorry, Ken well, Bones, people know that Ken, Ken Bones. He stood in the road for too long waiting for that carriage to going ah, yeah. go, run over ah, Slowly, still not get run over by the carriage. Like ah, over by Dixon in the car chase. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, well, I, I, uh... I found that with Marty Hopkirk. We're re-watching Randall Hopkirk at the moment. Oh, Did yeah, he stands there. He stands, stands, there, stands, stands there, flaring his arms. Get out of the bloody way. They were just a bit about two detectives. <laughs> uh, can, can anyone tell me? Is it, um, with Randall... 34 uh, seconds he stood there. The Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The title, the title. He really hated his wife. They have two title sequences, don't they? One, one in sort of flashback with lots of hands and arty stuff, and one where it explains the plot. Um, I'm just wondering if that one was in um, for you know the overseas sales. You know, to, just I feel in like case it was. It, I feel like yeah. on one of my earlier versions of that set. Yes. When they were. And you can see me, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was made for the American. Ghost or something. Yeah. That's, yeah. Just, just really explain, explain it. it in case they don't 
My partner wears the syrup. <laughs> there's that different Tara Kings. There's that different Tara King title sequence where, in like the orange background studio before they did the running down the wolf. I think that was only used on certain prints as well. But yeah, maybe that was America, an America thing too. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, Warren, is it is Hello? it okay to um, ask you about the return of the sausage? No. Moving on. <laughs> have you have you have you downloaded it yet, uh, Warren? Shut up. <laughs> he said, I've got a th- I've got a thing here saying that this person has not downloaded their file. Oh, you didn't tell me you'd sent it. <laughs> oh right, okay. All right, well, said, yeah. same day. I'll do it while we're talking. But you did. No, I, oh. I just wondered. It just said it, was same about, just said it was about to expire, like my career. <laughs> oh. Hold on. I'm going, in, I'm going in there as we speak. Um, yeah. Yes, the sausage has returned. It's been sizzling on the hob, although we did discuss several ways in which we could cook it, didn't we, Martin? Um, <laughs> Lisa's, been, Lisa's been telling us about her uh, passion for big, snappy, teethy creatures that bite a lot and chase you, and lovely... <laughs> Andrew! <laughs> <laughs> And you had it in you. Has it been unleashed upon the world yet, or is it about to be unleashed? It's been unleashed. It's out. Oh. It it is out. Um This is the um snappy the tech, one. Yeah. And uh, I've recently oh. mm-hmm. I was going to say, are we big in any countries? <laughs> oh, 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 let's let's have a look. He likes doing this. Um, I love all. No, no accent. Don't do accents. <laughs> no, I can't. I I physically have to think as I do this that I won't do accents. Um, the well, answer. That's a good one. <laughs> the answer to your question is yes. You are big in other countries. That's oh, nice. you, here we go. Uh, United Kingdom, United States, yeah. Um, the Germanic, Germanic states of Germany, Austria, Canada, Ireland, yeah. You want bizarre ones? Uzbekistan, you're big in. Really? <laughs> Miramar, Venezuela. Um, I am. <laughs> um, strangely, the the Russian state of Georgia, you're big in as well. <laughs> and hot off the press. Yes. Lisa is big in the United Arab Emirates. There are <laughs> there will be big hoardings of you. I don't. I can. They don't have pictures of ladies in the not not they should cover that up anyway. Yeah, I'd have to put a sheet over you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what's what's apocalypse? No, um, I was thinking of how to make babies by doing dirty things. All right, okay. Uh, that that goodies film. Where they've got Tim Taylor covered over from head to foot. Oh gosh, okay. He gives the lady dairy cart horse. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, and I've just finished recording quite literally in the last few days. Finished recording the second one. Mm. The second sausage. (coughs) Well, let you know. Let me know if you need more filling for your sausage. Well, um, Mr. Goodman, you're always you're always welcome to come in and slip in your sausage at any time. 
Excellent. <laughs> and and um, I think uh, that's a commission. That's a commission, by the way. Ooh, <laughs> I, I, I need to think of what to do now. <laughs> Uncle, I think Uncle Warren and I know what we're going to record an episode, aren't we? But um, we are, we are. Joan Collins, spare her blushes because I know she listens. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I've downloaded you now, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> And um, uh, Martin, do you have anything to, to declare, or do you want to tell us about Vision on the Oh, Stars? you haven't finished yet. I'm he hasn't sorry. finished yet. Sausage two. This time it's sausage. Yeah. <laughs> the sausage, the bangers' revenge. No, <laughs> and I'm happy because I managed Double to go sausage. to the other week without visiting Ross Bros. That's all I wanted to say. Oh me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here too. I'm still here. <laughs> come and see me. I'll come and see you. I'll come and. Particularly your fancy, Nick. Yeah, I'll come fill your sausage. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we have to have a cold shower in a minute. Uh, Martin, how's Vision on Sound? And do you have anything else to declare? Oh, God. Um, I, I probably have, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you know, the funny thing about this thing is that I literally cannot remember when I've finished editing. I send it, upload it, and I... Uh, it's it's like it's gone from the memory. It's gone, it's, and I don't know a thing about it until it appears again, <laughs> and it's waggling the ears of whoever listens to it. And yeah, it's um it's ticking along. I think we've got a few in the bank because summer season's coming, and and it's very difficult to get a hold of people. Are you doing the road show? Are you doing the Vision on Sound road show? Summer well, we are we are we are going on the road again. Um, yeah, but uh, but no, it's um. It's just that thing where you know summer comes, you just can't be asked. <laughs> but I, because I've got a few things taped and in the bank, it's 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 fine. It's it, things will it, it'll tick along in its own I mean, inimitable way. How can you can you um how how some of my my archives, <laughs> my back archives of recorded stuff um, mm-hmm. things come out in a very weird order just to try and vary the. Oh, I shall go and see if I can find. I can find the file. It's probably easiest. Then I, it will. It will prompt my my fading memory. Ah, uh, where are we? Where are we? Vision, 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 vision. Oh God, what's that? Vision on what? Oh yeah. Um. Oh God, bloody hell! He's done a lot of them, any. Um. Where were we up to last week? Where were we? Cheese last week. Smorgasbord. Did everybody like the cheese? Did we do have fun with the cheese? Yeah. Let's well, what, what are we grumpy enough for you, Lisa? <laughs> you are grumpy at all. You're letting yourself down. Hang around like it's better. TV cheese. Oh. Uh, I've been enjoying TV cheese this last couple of months, to be fair. Uh, last week, I even watched an episode of... Well, two, two things. I watched I watched an episode of The Six Million Dollar Man. Which was crap. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie's Angels, which was worse. <laughs> really, Charlie, I've got teeth. Anyway, um, so yeah, no, I was, really uh, wondered what he was going to say there. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, 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 I've already mentioned this to one. I did watch uh, the Dukes of Hazard pilot. The Dukes of Hazard pilot is is wonderful in the sense it has the Starsky and Hutch car in it after they've knackered it. They obviously filmed Starsky and Hutch. Oh, that's why it stays, stays shut. They keep swinging open during the scene. 
It's it's in the uh, it's they have a car chase around a a, a used car. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, what? I can't actually. You keep cutting out on me, so I can't hear a word you're saying. I said pilot episode joke. Oh yes, yes, the pilot. It is a pilot. Yeah, yeah. Swingy doors. Never mind. Oh right, okay. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. Um, yeah. It, I, oh, and I watched the pilot of Knight Rider. That 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 brought a hey. hush to the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you've been tackling the 80s because yeah, no, no, Knight Rider. Know. The pilot was really weird. It's uh, it, it's Just uh, a, because I never knew that David uh, Hasselhoff was a previous actor and had his face changed. Oh. In the pilot, he was he had an he was killed or shot in in the pilot, uh, and 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 they did plastic surgery, and, and he woke up looking like David Hasselhoff. Hurrah! And then he had uh, a beach career, and he went running in slow mo on the beach at sixty miles an hour. No, that was back to the Barnick Man. Eh? Well, precisely, it's all very confusing. <laughs> uh, so no, the uh, let me see what we got coming up. We've got the Twilight Zone uh, a couple of days, which will probably uh, be months ago by the time this goes out. We've got. Um, my Canadian friend on again in a couple of weeks. Uh, we may have Andrew Mark Thompson talking about his new book, depending on when I can slot it in, as the sausage might say. Uh, and uh, yeah, we got, we got well, we got Paul talking about the Avengers. Uh, Paul's always talking about the Avengers. Um, uh, a new voice who talks about Columbo. Um, uh, oh, and you two talking about Crossroads as well. Yeah, which uh, I'll have to check the edit in case uh, you go on about, and you can buy it from network. You know, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you'd already sold that by the time you recorded that. So yeah. um, I could overdub the word could for you. Hang on. <laughs> should. Should. Would have, could have, should have. Yes. Jess Conrad popped up in Crossroads, the Crossroads we were watching last night, didn't he? You're looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. Jess Conrad. Jess Conrad turned Jess Conrad. up in Crossroads. Yes. yes, yes. His acting wasn't bad, actually. I was quite surprised because normally he's very um, cheesy. Right, so, so. But yeah. Yeah. Lots of jaw and lots of teeth. He, he would have made yes. a good book, Rogers, really. He was, give, he was giving Tony C. Steedman side-eye, wasn't he? Yeah. And Ronnie Allen was sat in the middle looking uncomfortable. Did Ronnie Allen <laughs> s- sort of skate on as he usually does? He doesn't walk, he hovers. No, they were all sat down. They're all sat down. because They're having was... a, the, the, the coroner's inquest. It was an inquest. Yeah. Is it a segue? Just... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <I'm mate>. here. <laughs> That's just his walk. That's how he walks. So. Where, where was it you said they held... held to buy the motel! <laughs> He's the John LeMage of Crossroads. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Lisa, you said they were holding the, in the, the village hall. The, the, the um, coroner's inquest in the village hall. Yeah, better than a pub, I guess. Yeah. Because they used to hold inquests in Victorian times. They would hold inquests in, in the local pub <laughs> because it was probably the place that was big enough to do it. So, yeah. Inquest in the pub, I know, I know. It's really serious. Um, uh, if Uncle John's has passed me something... Um, <laughs> Swanny whistle. It's not a three-legged stool, is it? No, it, 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 it's, it's pointed out it's the t- time of the episode where we have to do some would you rather questions. Oh, oh, can I just oh, quick, before we oh, do yeah. that? Can I just quickly say the other thing that's happened recently is, um, according to YouTube, I have a I have a RPS stalker. <laughs> Pardon. 
<laughs> somebody who uh, some uh, Doctor Who fans um, discovered yes. uh, come across one of our old uh, Rayface shifts and uh, doesn't didn't know what what it was about. Um, contacted me and said, "Are you the same nigga?" Yes, and they're like, "Oh right, I'm, I'm digitalized. I'm going through and digitalizing the ones I can find." I said, well, "They've already been done. You know, they'll they'll be available soon on download um, when we when Alan Ace and I do the book." Um, so yeah, you know, I have an enthusiastic who thinks he's dug me up. Um, but, uh, it, it's nice to be discovered. Disinterred, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing, being buried underground? Anyway, what's, what's going on there? Seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I could. Did all your friends sort of? Yeah, no, yeah. Shall we do? Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. John, do you get sponsored by this? Um, would you rather cite? I can't possibly comment, Paul. Right. Well, the first one we have is, um, would you rather only be able to drink coffee or never be able to drink it again? <laughs> that's, that's a big question. So it's a, that, that's just coffee, is it, Paul? Yeah. So nothing else? Nothing else. See, so that would be boring, wouldn't it? I know the answer to that well, from you, my you, point of view. Your, from your point of view, it would I, be I, never I, again. I, I, almost never drink coffee anyway having been put off it at an early age when i got given a cup of it at the village flower show and it had skin on it yeah that's that, i don't know why you should not have skin on it milky skin human skin on my coffee so once i picked the skin off i was already put off coffee so i've never been able you know, to I, i'm gonna this is gonna sound really weird i think that's a 70s thing i don't think you get skin on coffee these days no the, the the coffee my parents made in the seventies certainly had milk uh, skin. Was was it camp? Oh, was it camp coffee? Yeah, because I, I, we use full fat milk, and I don't, no, I've never had skin on my coffee. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Must, be, must be a country thing. Yeah. Hey, listeners, um, the editor speaking. Um, it was difficult to edit this bit of the episode because everyone was talking at once and I did have kind of the answer to uh, skin on coffee but I don't think anyone really heard um, I never really got to say my full piece I, I kind of know why coffee gets skin on it and it's not simply that you're using full fat milk to whiten the coffee uh, so like making coffee with water and then putting milk in the coffee that I know of where you uh, got skin on it was when people made the coffee completely with milk with no water at all um, because when I used to go to my great aunt's house um, she would make coffee but she'd she boiled milk in, in a pan um, and make the coffee and it was very nice uh, but but if it was full fat and it was hot then the, the milk would get a skin on it. Perhaps coffee was generally made more with full milk. I mean, completely with milk back in the 70s and 80s, um, whereas now people would use boiler kettle and maybe put a drop of milk in if they want. But um, anyway, that's just my theory. But um, I'm the editor, so I get to freeze things and say my piece. Okay, we can continue now. So, Mr. T's not bothered. Lisa, what do you decide? Oh, see, it's it's difficult because I like coffee, but I wouldn't want to drink it all the time. So, um, I'm going to have to say 
ne- then never, never drink it then, because I, I don't want to be just stuck with coffee. I'd never sleep. I like coffee a lot, and I can drink it any time of the day. It doesn't keep me awake, which I still don't know why that is. Um, but it's not very refreshing coffee. It's nice, not not like a cup of tea is refreshing. Um, so I think I'd have to never drink it again. I'm afraid, even though I like it a lot. I think I think the last time I had coffee was probably about 20 years ago to be honest no so. you did you had someone we, we we were going to london once and i had a very weak coffee from i think it was i don't know if it was from the refreshment trolley or from the station yeah and you had some of that because it was I? barely coffee at all it was barely coffee it was like diet it was, coffee it was water with a tiny bit of coffee in all right okay. so it was I more don't remember hot that, water but, okay yeah it was only a sip it was but... coffee-esque yes all right yeah. what about you warren and martin and nick um, one at a time, please. <laughs> coffee I just thought that sounded like it's, it's one of those terrible conversations you hear with sort of older people, isn't it? You know, oh, I haven't had coffee in 20 years. You had one this morning, did I? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just you know. But, but, but you've got to make a decision because the uh, coffee man, the coffee deciding man is. The, the, Who is this person? That's, he, uh, yeah. I, I, the I, mentality of these people. I believe, I believe it's uh, Gordon the Crypt Keeper. It's his new job. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hello, Mr Yeti. I've been touching my coffee urn, but it has turned into liquid metal and it has run away down the drains. I'm, investi- uh, I'm, inve- I'm investing in coffee beans. I hope the share prices don't drop. Well, who knows, Yeti Uncle John? Come on you got to decide, coffee or no coffee ever again? No coffee ever again. I can't stand coffee. Oh, well, that's right then. Uh, Martin, coffee or never again? Ooh, uh, difficult. Um, I, I do like I do like my coffee. Um, it's just that... I like coffee. I mm. like tea. I mean, I've always said I could probably uh, I could probably give up booze and not have a problem with that. So, I, you know, but I do like a glass of wine. Um, um, and so it's kind of, it's kind of difficult, uh, to think never, ever, ever again, have anything else and only have coffee. I think actually I'd just have coffee liqueurs all the time, uh, (laughs) and then, and then have the rest. Yeah. And Nick, liqueurs, madam. Sorry, what? No problem. (laughs) The thing is, I, you know, because of this sort of very spiteful coffee overlord that has has made this rule, I, I, I think I'd have to give it up because, you know, I'd be wired. My nervous (laughs) system hates me anyway. But uh, with this, I kind of, um, I'll be peeling off this evening, getting headaches, and goodness knows what. Yeah, I like coffee, but um, yeah, I could probably live without it. But I need to find out why why coffee doesn't keep me awake. There must be, it must be there must be something about it on Google. So, Mister T, you're a scientist. Why aren't I kept away by coffee? I think you must have a special gland. Ooh, a special brain. Oh, yeah, a special gland. That might be just a rumor. I've got it in a jar here. What about what about this one? This next one on the list is. What, you special, rather... You've got a special gland as well. <laughs> we can't talk about that. Would you rather not have knees or not have elbows? Come on, this is a question of the moment. What? No knees or no elbows? But no that, knees. They're, they're well, at my age, I don't think it makes any they? difference anymore. Yeah, don't bend. A bit like a wooden top. Or something. Both, both mine give me trouble with, uh, with my rheumatism. So. You'd end up like the Tin Man. You'd end up like what? The Tin Man. The Tin Man? Yeah. Why? 
Well, so you've still got you've still got feet. Do not have knees. I don't think yeah, his knees bend. Got well, Aunt knees. Sally's legs don't bend, do they? Because you often see her with her legs apart up in the Sorry. air. <laughs> in where's of cabbage? In where's of cabbage? We're not having oh, elbows. Yes. Mm. I'm not sure. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't draw without my elbows. So. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably have to say knees because I think you could probably you could you could get away without legs that bend. I think it would be harder to drive with no elbows. Yeah, I could write without my elbows. So yeah, I I I I poor bye bye knees. Sorry. I think, do, I think you could do a keyboard at a distance at a pinch. <laughs> could record a podcast, but could I edit it? It would all go. It would all go out with all the. You just have to have a bigger desk. Arms and all, all the I, I think that wet wells and yeah. sort of uh, bye everybody uh, burps accidental burps would go in everything, everything you don't know how many accidental burps you're saved because I can edit podcasts stairs would be a bugger though wouldn't they without knees mm. I, I couldn't get it I couldn't get go upstairs you know or downstairs if I was already upstairs I mean what do you do you wake up one day and you're kneeless I mean I know, I know that I know that was you know going into dark places again I mean when people used to do the old kneecapping you know I mean it did used to mess up people didn't it but um, I, I assume they could still bend their legs afterwards in some way or other. I, I actually now you said that I do remember spending an afternoon thinking about what would happen if your knees bent the other way oh like birds off legs yeah so if you wanted to sit down on a chair how would you have to redesign your chair <laughs> to, to let your legs in because your legs would bend back. Minutes must fly by in your house. Actually, my colleague sits on a chair completely the, 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 the wrong way around anyway. So that could, it could probably work. Well, yeah, you bend your you bend your legs to go under a chair anyway, so it wouldn't make any difference, would it? <laughs> but not would that mean your, bo- that mean your bottom was on back to front as well? Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, you you start to think about the mechanics of it. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. <laughs> I do. I wrote another one here, uh, which actually I do. Technically, I I did do one of these things. <laughs> rather, no, it's nothing illegal. Would you rather live next to a graveyard or next to a haunted house? Well, my parents Whoa. live next to the graveyard, so I've I I mean I don't live there now, but I spend a lot of time living in a house next to a graveyard still. So where are these questions coming? Answer, but... Where are these questions coming from? The afterlife. No, I, I just, I'm just trying to work out whether this is one of those Americans who believe in zombie apocalypse questions. <laughs> so the zombies will make you eat, eat drink. If you live next to the graveyard, you're going to be first against the wall when the apocalypse comes. Could be very difficult. Um, I, I would say I would like rather live next to a graveyard because it's it's quite interesting walking through the graveyard. You can go at, and see all the dates and the yeah, names. Yeah, the dates and things. So yeah. Tom Baker's house used to have a graveyard. He did. And he had, he had his gravestone. I wonder if his gravestone's still there or if he took it with him when he moved. I think he took that's it because... the house he sold, he sold to Jim Moore. Yes. Yes, that's right, yeah. yeah. Well, Sorry, there we go. A little bit I, useless. I, I'd definitely say... <laughs> yeah, I'd I definitely plumb for a graveyard. Um, they're very, very peaceful places. And well, you're going to end up in one eventually, aren't you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Get, get a feel for it. Yeah, yeah, go, move in next door and see how it, what it's like. See what the neighbours are like. Yeah. See what the neighbours are like. Dead centre well, of town, isn't it? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I think that, that's quite enough of that. Well, I, I, I family <laughs> reunions in great in, in a graveyard in Arnhem. You know, all my my family, all my um, wife's family, are buried Do there. Do you go? I mean, are you? Because I always think, I, you know, whenever it's Father's Day, uh, uh, more and Dad live near near a graveyard, and there's always the streets are always full of people going to visit. Yes, is it Dad? And I just find that bizarre in many ways. But then again, I, you know, we have. We just basically, you know, I mean, both mum and dad, you know, had them sort of uh, turned to dust and sort of blown on the wind. So we didn't really worry about it. I had a clue where, you know, there's no place we can go for that. But I know it's important to some people. But I, I just wonder, do, do, you know, this, this conversations with a lump of stone, does it work for people? I don't I, I, I don't think I have massive conversations with, no, because right. it's the, the, the last bit where their mortal remains were. So we, we just go there to remember. But neither right. of my parents actually wanted to be buried. They, 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 right. they want to be scattered, but bureaucracy got in the way. And they, well, they, yeah, I mean, the thing about that is, I mean, you just keep putting the soil on until they stop screaming, don't you? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to be buried. I don't want to be buried. <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, but yeah. Well, Victorians no, we, used to go and have picnics, didn't they, in in graveyards? So we still we still have the odd, you know, if we if we sort of trundling down Harnham, you know, we'll go and see the grave, see if see if they're you know decently turned out, which they usually are. I must admit. Yeah, I would point out though that Victorians used to have their pictures taken with dead people before they were buried. So before uh, the funeral, I draw the line at that. <laughs> So, and the Duke of Monmouth had to have his head sewn back on so they could paint a portrait of him. <laughs> Did they, they put it on the right way? And they went, oh, oh, we didn't take a picture. We haven't got a picture. <laughs> so they sewed his head back on and somebody painted a portrait incredibly quickly. Did, I, I'm just imagining, like, they did it like CSO <laughs> in that somebody had a, had a green costume <laughs> holding his head on <laughs> and they had to paint around the head, green. Head to toe in blue. <laughs> <laughs> And he's fuzzy around the edges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, God. Yes, we haven't got Photoshop. We've got, we've got Portrait Shop. <laughs> it's a pair of scissors and a bit of camera. All I can see is Barry, Barry there promoting the uses of CSO. Oh, hello. And uh, as you can see, the uh, severed head. <laughs> Barry, Barry and Terry's funeral parlour. <laughs> Queen! That's the colour of corpses. Queen! <laughs> Queen, <laughs> Queen. <laughs> oh dear! It all went to well, hell in a little rainbow. <laughs> well, listeners, I think we're running out of time. So, <laughs> well, we're not going yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we got more of this. We have extra material coming up, and put these podcasters back in their boxes for a few days. I don't want to go back in the box. Indy-pandy's coming. <laughs> We're all going back in the box. <laughs> thank you very much to everybody. Uh, thank you to Martin and Nick and to Lisa and Andrew and Uncle Warren. Thank you. And me. Thank you. Yes. And dear to Uncle John briefly. Well, I, didn't get, I didn't get to appear much this time. Also, no, Scar, is that a cameo? <laughs> I'm not expensive. I'd like to live that, was, that was a soap, wasn't it? I get paid by the special guest, uh, Yeti Uncle John. Yeah, he wants he wants a, bill, a separate billing. He, he gets the and credit. I can send him a separate bill. That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going off now to have a cup of coffee before we give it up. <laughs> well, 
that sort of chicory, the... wasn't it? Chicory, chicory gloop. That was the, Ooh, the replacement. That's, that's camp. Camp outside, coffee. Outside, yeah. outside the land of podcasting, maybe that. we can keep drinking as much coffee as we like. Yeah. And, and mellow birds. That's pointless. Yeah. Thank you very much. Anyway, and um, we shall be chatterboxing again soon. If oh, you let us back. <laughs> oh, and happy, happy birthday in August to um, at least three members of the Chatterbox team, actually four members of the Chatterbox team, really? one of them not being here today, but alright goodbye for now bye bye goodbye bye bye head like under my chin like that i think that's i think they say that cats have like their foreheads are very sensitive or something and oh that's they? like that's like that's like kissing if you get the head that's why they sort of headbutt you sometimes and so oh the rain's just started here oh it's got very dark it's quite dark out there uh, i hope it cools it down a bit the humidity's been um i mean you remember i was in thailand earlier in the mm-hmm. year that was that was just so humid mm-hmm. I'd have things like we'd come out the hotel room out the air conditioning and my glasses would be steaming up. And I remember one day we opened the, um, the room door, uh, and there was actually condensation on the outside on the wood. It was so, it was so humid, Mm. but it's been really, really sticky up here the last few days. Uh, We've got one minute, so either we can rush to take a bar or we can just come back and speak for another five minutes at the end when we choose. Well, should we do that? Yeah, we don't want to be. Right, I'll don't want them. Yeah, we don't want to be forced to stop just because of the time. <laughs> no, we, we, we're not going to let that happen. To back in the right, morning. I'll hang. I'll hang up. Cool. Oh, deals. You can uh, keep, keep lying like that. Be cute. Hello. Deals is being cute. I was trying to. I was trying to I'm get back. good. I'm trying to get deals is being very cute and lying his head on my arm and I. Said stay like that, so he deliberately stopped doing that. I was a bit distracted because I was looking out my window at um so opposite me there's an apartment block mm. and uh, one of the neighbours had got their washing out on one of those balcony things, um, mm. where you kind of have it hanging over the balcony and obviously with the rain starting, it was like <gasps> bones yeah. are gonna get soaked. So they were just I was watching them bring it in. <laughs> Deals. I think that went I think that went really well. Yeah, I think that went really well also. I don't think you need to have seen the. You know, we're we're, te- we're telling the we're telling listeners uh, about the story, so you know. Mm. Okay. It's 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 a good setup, and I genuinely think if it was if it was fresh now, it would the, for both of them. I would want to watch them and kind of find out what happens with them. I've really enjoyed. I've enjoyed watching Sons and Daughters as an adult much more than I did when I was a, a child. Mm. I think mm. maybe I was a bit too young <coughs> to kind of get what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas maybe you know, the young doctors was more accessible because yeah. it was a hospital and you've got people coming and going and and perhaps I understood hospital settings a bit more. The, the, I've I've just seen I'm just seeing in uh, 
I can't, I can't say too much because you don't you don't know about some of the things. But yeah, we just had an old an old cast member turning turning out for a wedding. It was one of the few times where um, because Alison thinks that she's rung up Angela and John. Of course, you don't see them and left them a message kind of going, if you don't turn up, I'm going to be very cross, sort of thing. And, and then they don't turn up, but this other character does, who is from the early days of the show. Who is um, it? Rob. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because he's also, he also fits because he's Beryl's brother. And, and it's around the time that Beryl's getting married again. Um, do you know who Beryl gets married to? She marries Gordon. I can't. <laughs> I can't, I think I think it's perfect. I a lot of people say that, and I'm kind of like they are very similar types of people. They're both very sweet people, and they they're kind. To I suppose. I think I think from that. I mean, he's no stud like like David, obviously. But can't all <laughs> and be like Beryl, I mean, yeah. If if she wants to be the ultimate homemaker, what a home to be doing at him. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I think Wayne's kind of almost. L- a lot, a lot of sort of um, maybe possibly um, cause that house to have to be sold. But so right, all right. At the moment he's he's going to live with Beryl, but uh, I don't know if that I don't know if that know if that. Uh, but we're slowly getting up. There's one more. It must be in the next four or five episodes. There's there's a big like who ca- who shot Jr. type cliffhanger, uh, which I don't okay. think. <laughs> I think it's in the very late eight hundred. So I'm looking forward to that. And you keep seeing it from different characters' points of view. I remember that's mm-hmm. probably the last thing I haven't reseen. But there was also a plot line I've just seen where two of the characters move into this um a, a block of flats and they're doing pizza deliveries and and they've got a CB radio and you keep getting this spooky voice going, uh, you know, I want to be your friend and 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 um <laughs> and, and, and and I'm always looking forward to seeing that one again. And and it's so just shows how the memory can cheat uh because when they find out who the person is uh that person holds this girl hostage and um my memory was that you almost saw him put his gun to his mouth and obviously i didn't expect to see the blood coming out of it but, mm. but you almost feel like you almost hit and, and then sort of heard a, a ba- in fact you only hear you only see it from outside the house but that just shows how powerful it it was at the time that I'd got this false memory of um, of of what I'd seen. Uh, mm. It shows you don't necessarily need to show everything uh, everything for it to, to still have the punch. Um, but uh, to ask because it confused me when I watched it, but work out or get told why Colonel Bainbridge and Colonel Wainwright what was going on there, where they clearly had to redub. Yeah, I, I, all the I characters' think, names. All I can think of is that there must have been a real person that complained, a bit, right. a bit like that stuff in Prisoner with um, Edna, with Edna, Emily, um, Edna, Edna Pearson. Yeah, um, played by uh, um, Vivian Gray. Vivian Gray, yeah, because um, for ages we couldn't. Because the, the the box set was never corrected, was it? I don't think. <laughs> no, and in fact, I still think there's some bits missing. Um, and I raised this in the um, Wentworth forum. I think so. There's there's a reference when in the first episode when Edna first arrives. There's a reference. Marlene and Bobby say that they've been following a story, 
which makes me wonder was there a scene in a previous episode where the tv's on and 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 in melbourne today a woman was arrested for poisoning her husband and they maybe cut that bit out but because that's in the previous episode they've not bothered uh, reinstating that and then apparently in the final episode there's a bit that they don't when they re-release the box set you got you've kind of got the edna pearson episodes discs mm. yeah. uh the final the final one there's 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 a scene of her in it which isn't isn't in that if that makes sense i think it's something like episode 471 isn't in the box set mm-hmm. um on the edna discs but there is actually some scenes with her in yeah i've got the i've got when they re-released the supposedly uh, the supposedly unedited and it's actually quite it's actually quite a boring story isn't it yeah i think i kind of think they could have done a bit more with it i do really have memories of um the barbecue because that's the bit where it's most it's really butchered isn't it because edna pokes the stick with um is it an oleander plant and that Mm. puts the poison in the steak and then rabbit becomes really violently ill Mm. and that is really butchered isn't it um Mm. Because they've cut so much out, and I, I remember thinking at the time when I saw it, that was a really short episode of Prisoner. What like it doesn't make sense what went on. Yeah, because I, I think at the same time you've got the scene where Bobby stabs Dennis in the arm with the scissors, mm. and in the flashback at the beginning of the next episode, it's almost like you've got them outside having a barbecue and, and Bobby's eating the steak, and then the next thing she's like ramming this pair of scissors in Dennis's arm in the laundry, and you think. They've like what's going on there. I need I need to go back and watch from the start again. But it's diff, it's difficult when uh, as much as I want to. It's also there's lots of it. Uh, I I I feel like I don't. Am I going to am I going to sort of maybe I could, maybe I should do a box at a time and not feel I have to constantly watch um you know watch it constantly from, um, from the start to the end immediately. Mm. Because uh, Dark Shadows that I have all on DVD, the American Supernatural soap, I kind of like to go back to the start. But uh, in fact, I don't think I've watched half of these sets because I, I bought I bought them knowing I liked it, but I think I saw a lot of the early episodes on videos I had back in the nineties, and I haven't really watched right. them since. So, um, it, it, I'm always looking for new old stuff. That's the trouble. Um, last last time we spoke, you were starting to watch. Um, you'd had the DVD. Was it Chances? Chances, yeah. Did you I, did you stick with that? I haven't done too well so far because the. Well, I will. I will, but uh, I think because of them being 15 minute episodes, they're they're a bit slow. And also, mm. I have I did put a disc in from each set to see. I wanted a, I wanted a bit of a sort of you know give me a taste of how weird it's going to yeah, get yeah. Um, and um, I just I, I, I just I'm just not so keen on the '90s gla- glamoury type. Mm. It, it just doesn't look as good as the '80s stuff. But, uh, but it's it's, to... fun, it's it's I was just going to say what I find quite interesting is my memory. This is where you mentioned about false memory. My memory of like eighties glamour was that it was all shoulder pads and big hair and a bit naff, but actually that is of its time. Some of the nineties stuff is actually a bit more cringy. Yeah. And I didn't really, I didn't like eighties stuff for a long time. It needed to mm. get old. It needed to get old for me to. Yeah. But for it to have I'm, its real vintage uh, charm. Yeah. I like, well, I used to, well, watching horror films, say, I used to sort of say I liked up until about 83, and then it just became 280s for me. 
Um, mm. now, now I can go further because it, it looks, I'm a bit more at peace with, um, uh, uh, with, with it. But, with um, 80s. But, but, um, yeah. It's I, scary how long ago it was though, isn't it? I mean, I was talking to someone the other day, um, you know, you think like 30 years ago is a long time ago, but it's, it's actually, <laughs> it's actually the 1990s, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm constantly meeting people in the, who are born in the 90s who are sort of in their 30s. <laughs> and, uh, and and thinking back to those episodes of Young Doctors that we've just reviewed, 30 years previous for them was actually the war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, that kind of, you know, never mind what are they, are they trying to show empowered women and sexist men, they're 30 years after the war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and I remember because in the eighties I was quite keen on the sixties, and I remember mm. in nineteen eighty seven um, there being a book about the Beatles twenty years ago today. Yeah, yeah, Pepper. yeah. So, so nineteen eighty seven was only twenty years, and, and yet Paul, the Beatles seemed miles away. I think I've got memories of that. There, there, there was a documentary mm. that was on ITV about yeah. it was twenty. It's twenty years since Sergeant Pepper was released, yeah. and I seem to have in my mind that Central kept showing a. Um, or what would you call it? Like on Thursday night at eight o'clock, mm. no, put put Central on and watch this, that kind of thing. And yeah. it was it was going to be about the Beatles, and they kept playing that 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 line. It was twenty years ago today. Because because I won some sort of I found it I found the book recently. I haven't I, I won some English part prize at school in nineteen eighty seven, and you're mm. allowed to put pick a book as a prize. And I I what did won, you pick? I picked this book about. Um, 20 years ago today and my English right. teacher was cross because he think I think he thought that was a music prize whereas to me it was the lyrics of the Beatles that, that I I mean when I wrote all my poems I didn't I, I didn't think of other poets I tended to think of song lyrics that that were an inspiration rather than mm. so to me that was that was an English prize because they're not just about the music uh, <laughs> You see, the other thing I've thought about recently, <clears throat> watching Prisoner over and over again and, and getting into Sons and Daughters and, you know, stuff like that, it kind of takes me back to my life, how it was then. But what what am I going to have to remember my life later on? Does that make sense? Like in the late 90s and early 2000s, because I actually can't remember what I was watching back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose... If I think back to when did Channel Five start? Ninety seven. So I was watching Prisoner again then, but that wasn't the first time I'd seen it. So it's almost like I've got this memory of what my life was like the first time I saw Prisoner in the eighties and stuff. But it's it's like how good is the memory later on? I could probably tell you more about what music I was listening in the noughties because I was still going to places like pop stars and there was Mm. also sort of quite a lot of. uh, sort of electro pop and stuff I liked, and 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 and, but, but I couldn't really tell you what programs I was watching in the noughties. But uh, and then you're kind of into the realms of just being amazed at how quickly the years are flying, and the fact that we're fifty this year. And mm-hmm. you know, if you'd said to me we're turning forty this year, I think I would have just said, yeah. <laughs> to think that it's actually it's another decade on from that. It's um, I, I've taken pathetic excitement in the fact that. Um, Kylie's new song is in the top ten. Um, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, you know, that's not allowed to happen anymore. <laughs> I know, uh, I know. 
and each week. I haven't been excited about the charts for it. Well, since ABBA got in the top 10 about <laughs> two years ago, when that, their new songs got in the top 10, and I was like, this, this, isn't, this isn't supposed to happen these days. Mm. It's, so, it's so ageist. Uh, and actually, uh, is the relevance of the, the, the charts to young people like it was for us back in the day? Yeah, I, 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 doubt, I doubt it, but also... You know, there's nothing. There's nothing about Cardi's new song that says, "Oh, this is by a 55 year old singer." Um, it, it's, it should just be, "Oh, this sounds contemporary, right? Let's put it on." It's ridiculous mm. that uh, um, that that it would ma- it would matter. Um, uh, I think even I, I heard somebody say that when they did the chart, they do the chart rundown when it got to her song, they just said it and then moved on. They didn't play it like they do everything else. Right. Um, which is just it's like, well, how is that anything other than ageism? Man? Um, absolutely it's just bizarre it's, uh, strange yeah. isn't it yeah, very, very well that's been another enjoyable recording with you yeah <laughs> thank you uh-huh. for agreeing to do that one with me because i kind of guess well i don't know i know you've enjoyed doing it as well but that you know that was really my idea to no, it's review good those I- episodes so it's a good it's a good idea you just don't know with my show because I do different, so many different things, mm. and and I I expect there are people who, you know, some 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 people are a bit sort of, you know, if if it, if it's something that is considered a drama, well, that's why calling something a soap opera can be, you know, some people's eyes instantly glaze over when really, um, you know, there's no difference really between cop shop and Zed cars or something. I mean, it's probably just that the the cop shop's probably more far more exciting because it's Australian. <laughs> I rewatched um those first couple of episodes of cop shop a few weeks ago and um yeah you know there's the issue over and was it quite famously that they said that they when they that when they played the first ep- first two episodes to ITV they were like there's no way we're showing that in britain mm-hmm. with the kind of um the language about gay people and mm-hmm. and the puff to bashing and mm-hmm. there was no way that ITV would have shown that mm-hmm. um and actually it is quite um it feels like it's a kind of. I know we've got stuff in Britain like the Sweeney and and quite a lot of drama action shows, but Cop Shop seemed to be like a whole different level. Mm-hmm. I, I remember even even watching because one of my other favourite shows is uh, is Bergerac because um, mm. I love the, I love the Channel Lines anyway. And we always used to watch that, but yeah, I, rem- I remember there being an episode where there were gay characters in that, but I mean, we're talking more like the the eighties and be, and, and, but watching it and thinking Bergerac isn't sort of, he doesn't go, Oh, I love the gays, but he doesn't, he's not judgmental about it. And, mm. and I'm, I'm thinking, well, that's at least that's something that doesn't make this, you know, um, hard, hard to where's, watch. Or, where's um, I get a sense that if that was an Australian program, they would have been more open to having a discussion about maybe mm. having a character challenging, mm. um, you know, maybe somebody using some derisory language and someone saying, hang on a minute, they're mm. just people. Like, why are you, why are you being so obnoxious about them? Yeah. And I think Australian shows would have done that maybe more than, than kind of British ones would. Well, there's that weird thing where people might love Queen and love Freddie Mercury, but they don't. But then, or I'm not saying now, but like in the 80s, they yeah, they, yeah. Love, they love Freddie Mercury, but gloss over the fact that he's gay. Sort of thing. So, um, something else which I think is quite interesting, thinking back to perceptions of how gay people are portrayed in um, programs and media. I can remember back in the um, 
the nineties and the early noughties, maybe when when there were people would talk about things like uh, Mr. Humphreys on "Are You Being Served?" That that was like a a gay stereotype, and it was really offensive, and it was almost mm. that's not how we want to be portrayed as these kind of camp, funny, happy, um, mm. limp wristed kind of characters, and mm. that that was there was a lot of criticism about that, um, and I kind of agreed with that. Yeah. Now, through today's eyes, it's almost like, well, so what if he is like that? Like, yeah. have you got a problem yeah. with it? Like, yeah. he is, he's being he's being himself, and it's. I think that's something that shifted quite a bit around um, how you portray people and whether you get offended by people being portrayed in a certain way, or whether you'd actually say, "Hang on, that that is that person yeah. as they are." Yeah. Um, it's not representative of everybody, but you know, he's got the right to be as camp as he wants. Unlike. If, if if you but if the people who would say, were saying derogatory things about like a Mr Humphreys kind of character met a couple of gay I don't know uh, bikers they, they would suddenly realise oh gosh uh, that that you know there's no difference there's no difference and they're, and they're very masculine indeed uh, mm. but they're gay as well um, it, it, it's. No. That's definitely shifted in society, hasn't it? How mm. thinking about when I first came out and being as a young man and and feeling quite um I don't know, there was that whole sense of anger that the only time that gay people were shown in films and movies and TV there were stere- there were caricatures and stereotypes. That was wanted to be how I felt I wanted to live my life. Um and now looking back at some of those characters and, and and some of those people you just think well that was just yes it, it was a very narrow stereotype view of, of how people are mm. but there were people that were like that yeah i remember being on some course at work and going like residential course and meeting and and the i don't know if there were 10 of us but as the week went on we stayed up increasingly late drinking and um and we got you know we got quite and, and even then some guys sort of saying if i'd have met you Ten years ago, I probably would have wanted to beat you up, but now I realize. But I've met you, and and now I know more about you. And I'm, th- I'm thinking, what? Well, you haven't actually addressed why you would have wanted to beat me up, because I mm. wouldn't have been any different. If I'd have been here ten years ago, I wouldn't have been yeah, yeah. any different. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's your problem, not my problem. Strange. It's strange. People are strange. always have him come in the show and bump him off or something for at some point so he doesn't have to be in there for it we'll, we'll see how we'll see how it goes <laughs> all right we'll keep it up in the air uh, sometimes they do have characters on like soaps where they're supposed to be there the whole time but you only see them every six months you know? <laughs> yeah, so, um right uh are you ready to do the um the the episode with um, Tappy and well, I'll 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 do the intro- I'll do the introduction and then I'll um, I'll call you up and tell you what's going on and then we'll <laughs> we'll skip to the actual um, thing. Okay. I'll just follow your lead. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> it went down yeah. too quick. Went down too quick. <laughs> um, oh dear! <laughs> it came back out again. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and no, no, da. That's quite enough. <laughs>
<laughs> I was going to do a completely different voice, but I couldn't do it at the time. So, so well, we might have to come up with an actual voice when he's not. <laughs> but maybe he can take medication for his laughter. And, um, yeah. At, uh, um, did, well, did he, he, he was possibly a drunk vampire. Yeah. Well, I was kind of thinking of him being. Um, I was. I was listening. Well, one of the things I put on one of my episodes where it was made up of old tapes from 30 years ago. My friend Danny did a voice where it was very sort of <laughs> sort of voice. I was <laughs> going to try and do that, but I, 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 uh, um, yeah, I, I couldn't get into the mood for it. So <laughs> it just came out as it did. So, um, uh, do you, do you need to make a move or can I have you for another 10 minutes or so? Yeah. Let me, um, you know, just get up and stretch and use yep. the bathroom and I'll be right back. Cool. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? That's in my that's my living room. Uh, I think every single cast member of the Smellcast is assembled out there right now. They're awfully upset. And as you know, I've got a conversation here to finish with Ickley Alien, and that's what's going to happen. Anyways, I have no clue what's going to happen on this episode. I can't tell you a thing. It's all it's all happening right now. Anyways. I'm, I'm going to leave you with, with, with my cast members out in the living room. Don't believe a word they say. They're they're hysterical, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to finish my conversation with Ick here in the studio, and we'll meet up at the end somehow. Somehow, somehow, there will be an end to this episode. I have no clue. <laughs> anyway, okay. All right, well, have fun. Anyways, hope you enjoy listening. Uh, this is Behind the Scenes. Anyway, have fun. Everyone, please, let's uh, let's all calm down and assess the situation as it truly is. Okay, sure. Well, Toppy's in there talking to that ick the alien from the Shylock podcast. He's about to contract him, and as a result, mm-hmm. all of us are about this to is... be off the show. Oh, this is because in case none of you knew, this is another crossover between the Smellcast and the Shylock podcast. I don't know. <gasps> Sassy has gotten you all riled up, possibly for nothing. For nothing? Okay, I just Point out one more time, uh, yeah, Jose Hideaway, right? At very much risk of everything, and I yeah, don't we're, know. we're gonna lose the whole place. I mean, if this goes wrong, oh, now honestly, do either of you really feel that Tuppy would let that happen? Really, in a heartbeat? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. maybe. Oh, maybe. No, uh, this is what I've been telling you uh, since last episode. We're all doomed. Everything's falling apart. Right over there in that room, Uh, it's happening. (laughs) Toppy's talking to that weirdo slime ball alien. Excuse me, see, see, What is it, Roger? (laughs) Well, I just thought of something. Um, do you know that, uh, since we know uh, uh, Ick the Alien is in there talking with Toppy, do you know what else we yeah, know? What Sassy? are you talking about, Roger? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, Sissy, that outside, parked somewhere near Wall, yeah. is what? Ick the Alien's <gasps> spaceship. Oh my god. Roger. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> You might be right. How about 
Cece if we nonchalantly just sort of stroll outside to a breath of fresh air. You and me right now. Let's do it. Come on. Be very, very Be nonchalant. Exactly. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, look, we're outside. Oh, my God. Is it nice to be out of there? Oh, it sure is. Sure is. Oh, let me cut my divorce. Your device? What's that? Well, this is how we're going to find X. Oh, really? <laughs> As you knew. I do? It is porked in invisi mode. Oh, yeah, 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 invisi mode. <laughs> it's real. Okay. Uh, so what does this do? Well, look, we're pinging off it. Yeah. We're getting very close already. Really? Oh, ow! Sissy! I think you just uh, bonked into the invisi mode space. Uh, Anyways, we're here. Uh, we're here. You just feel yourself along. Uh, you should feel yeah. a reading and then, then steer. Oh, I feel it. Yeah. You, he is. Yeah, it's good. I feel it. Good, Stacy. Come on, Roger. These stairs will take us right up yeah, to the board of the yeah, spaceship. Come on, let's go. <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> Sissy, are you seeing what I'm seeing? I don't know. I don't know what I'm seeing here. All I know is the inside of this thing is a lot bigger than the outside. I suppose this is all <laughs> alien technology <laughs> surrounding us. Isn't it miraculous? Well, I, this I don't know. This alien must be from a very advanced... <laughs> Society okay. and look at all of these. I guess so. I don't know. Slime ball doesn't seem all that advanced. I, know. I mean, but I don't can, know. Can you possibly imagine what propels this vehicle <laughs> through space and possibly time? Yeah. What could it be? I don't know. I don't know, and I'm not sure I care to know. What's this, says? What? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, press that button. What? Wait a minute, you press the button. For heaven's sakes, here. Oh, Oh, look at that. It's a a room full of um... (laughs) books. Yeah, books. (laughs) Uh, Ick eats them. Did you know that? No. Yeah, Ick eats books. Really? How about that? How advanced is eating books? I don't know, but that's what Ick eats books. Wow, that's amazing. If you say so, Close it off. Come on, Sissy, let's explore further. Okay, lead on. Oh, yes, follow me. Oh, this is so fast. Sissy, look at this door. Look what the swine says. Uh, It says auxiliary power Mm -hmm. unit. Yeah. Well, Uh, open it up. Okay, here we go. Sissy, yeah. look what? what we've uncovered. Uh, what is it? Why? <laughs> it's this yeah. mysterious alien spaceship's oh. auxiliary power oh. source. Auxiliary oh. uh, power. <laughs> Sissy, uh-huh. if it's auxiliary, it means it's additional. Oh. 
Well, what I mean is, Ick the alien doesn't need this power source. It's uh, secondary. Secondary, okay. <laughs> what I mean is, uh, well, perhaps you and I huh? can maybe confiscate it. Confiscate it. And make an exit out of here. Roger. With the power auxiliary power source. Sissy, what do you, you think? You think we're going to steal it? <laughs> borrow. Borrow. Oh, we're going to borrow. Sissy, okay. we're going to borrow it. Ah. <laughs> well, that's an entirely different <laughs> thing. <laughs> How about that? I think you can do this and then twist. What? And then what? Can I do it? Here we go. Oh, oh. Roger. Oh, oh. oh. Sissy, oh. it's ours. Uh, what do you mean, ours? Sissy, don't look now, what? but we've just stolen Stop. an auxiliary power source. Come on, what let's are you get doing? out of here. We stole it? Okay, okay. Let's get out of here. Wait. Roger, Roger. Oh, well, for heaven's sakes. I have Roger and oh. Sessy gone. They're not here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not here. When is no. Toppy coming out of the bedroom? Oh, I wish you honey, would honey, we never refer to Toppy's <laughs> recording <laughs> studio as his bedroom. <laughs> we don't no. know. Uh, so, yes, now uh, I guess we're getting down to the nitty gritty, I think. I sort of need to know now. I mean, are you interested in oh. signing me up for the smell cast? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't think you'd have to rush. Oh, no, 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 I get it. Uh, I, I really need to to make a decision here, right? Yes, if you please. I'm available now. Would you like to contract me to be on the smell cast? Uh, yes. I really have to have some options here. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, okay. Here's the thing, Nick. Yes? <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I, I really would like to have you to myself over here at the, at the smell cast. Yes! <laughs> well, Hick, I, 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 the thing is, I'm not really sure exactly what is going on well between you and Paul. Yes. <laughs> but, 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 but you have to understand, I would never come between you and Paul. <laughs> Paul is, is my good friend. And, well, well, so are you. But <laughs> look, I know the two of you are going to come out of the skirmish you're having intact. Intact? <laughs> Yeah, I, I just can't bring you on to the smell test. It just wouldn't be right. I, I couldn't do that to Paul. So please, I know you can work this out, this contract ring with Paul. I know you can work it out. Well, yeah. okay, Toppy. Uh, I accept your rejection. Okay, well, okay. Ick, we're still friends. Of course, Toppy. Okay, okay, good. I'll see what I can do to make up with Paul. Ah, there you go. That'd be great. Well, 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 well good luck. Goodbye, Toppy. Okay, good, goodbye. I do have to say, the hour is getting rather late. I do hope Tuppy comes out of his recording studio soon. I mean, we got to be at the restaurant. We really do have our own things to do. Well, so do Billy. 
Thanks for waiting here in the living room with the chickens, and I don't know. But Tuppy, we've been waiting for you. We've been very concerned. Okay, Walt, thank you. Thank you, everyone. I know you're concerned. I know you have been talking with Ick the Alien all this time in your recording studio. Yes, I have. What are we to make of that? I'll tell you, Aunt Tuppy, everybody, just relax. It's not what you think. Yes, I have been talking with Ick. Well, where is he? Yeah, I'd like to know. Okay, okay. I, I, I told it to just leave. I opened the window and he what? left through the window because I didn't think he okay. should parade the through this army of you guys. <laughs> Tuppy, <laughs> Tuppy, just tell us what your conversation yeah. with Ick was about. Okay, but it was know. nothing like you guys thought. I wasn't trying to contract with Ick. All I wanted to do was repair the relationship between Ick and and Paul, anyways, on their show, and I had no intention ever of contracting with Ick, okay? It was just something that Sassy mm. took off with. Uh, do you guys understand mm, now? Yeah, I do. Know. Know. I mean, I do. Top of it. Well, we all feel okay. so we much better so. now. <laughs> Don't oh, I mean, honestly, you guys have nothing to worry about anyway. Smellcast will continue to go on. Oh. You know, maybe I've made a few choices about oh, wow. how long subplot should go on or yeah. whatever, uh, whatever is story. I think it should you know, be I don't want storylines to go on for a year. Anyway. No, no, no. Anyways, no. I've made a few decisions about that. Okay. But honestly, oh, good dear. none of you have okay. to You are all still on Smellcast, okay? It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. Wow. Really? No kidding. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> yes, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at Pride48.com. <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have a cough. Hang on. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, sorry, Bob. Me, 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 chicory essence went down the wrong way. You need to have a lot down. Coffee. Sounds like George Tovey. George George Tovey sounds like me. He's copying me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, Meg. <laughs> Are you even teaching of this? What? Honestly. Rub your what? I rub my, rub my furry coat. Oh, your hairy coat. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't wearing that the other day, was he? He had a, 
like a Mac on Instagram. Yeah, nothing on underneath it. Uh, what is he going at the high street? Hello, mate. He's been out for the day, hasn't he? It's Birmingham. <laughs> Have we just blown it out of all proportion? He does <laughs> say it quite a lot. He does, he? yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he says it's one of it's not just Meg, you know. Yeah. Hello, Sam. I've never, never knowingly heard him say it, except for probably Meg Fortnite. But he didn't, no. <laughs> Pretty thin script this week. I only get three <laughs> Hello Megs. <laughs> 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 a one change of clothing. <laughs> Would you another Christmas soon? Anyway, so oh, is it Christmas again? It's November at the moment. Yeah. So in the next few weeks, it'll be Christmas again. We'll get the Andy Jordan in the show. It's always blooming Christmas. What are you watching? It's the uh, oh. best Christmas King's Oaks ever had. I I I don't know if it's just an American American policeman in the seventies, but uh, uh, I was watching an episode of Police Woman and. Uh, um, Lord. She was about to be sent on. She was about to be sent on, uh, like undercover, and she said, "Oh, I need to go and see my my sister before." Uh, and and her boss kind of says, "Oh, that's okay." Uh, when she goes and sees her sister, her sister is about forty years younger than her. So goodness knows what happened there. Um, but uh, well, it was uh, Cheryl Ladd was supposed to be Farrah Fawcett's sister, wasn't she? In, um, yeah, in uh, in Charlie's um, Totties or whatever it was called. Charlie's Angels. Charlie's ankles, yes. Charlie's um, ankles. So she's supposed to be popping to see her uh, sister in her lunch break, and she gets to the, her sister's, and um, she's wearing one really 1974 outfit, which looks great. And then she goes back to the police like station, um, and she's managed to change again, it, it, like. So you know, hang on, hang on. Her, her, daughter, her sister's nearly about forty years. Her sister, her sister is a girl, yeah. and she's well, that do a forty-year-old woman. So I just don't know <laughs> quite how that happened. Um, there, oh, it's a bit buffy, isn't it? A bit buffy that. Perhaps it was a long journey. Something, uh, <laughs> and, and she seems to have been able to change her costume about three times between scenes, which is great if you can afford to do that. But, uh, uh, the costume, there's, um, I mean, this is where... Mr. Carter always had the knack of changing costumes. Well, well this is where, this is where British police... Just, I just don't think this ever happens on... on Juliet Bravo. ...on Zed's cars, really. <laughs> because you don't get that many WPCs. Here's a denim, and she, the whole <laughs> denim trousers and denim top are studded with these silver buttons. Okay. She looks amazing, but... It's not what I imagined a policewoman to be wearing, but it's great. Uh, here's, my, here's my tiny wee brother, Jimmy Lynch. Hello. <laughs> uh, and so at least one of the men, at least one of the male characters, I wasn't sure if he was in disguise or in, or what he was, whether he was dressed in a costume, but I think that's just supposed to be street codes in 1974. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, Barry Dixon. Oh, yes. <laughs> We don't talk about him. He, he's, only reached, he's only reached retirement age. He's 40 years younger than George. <laughs> he can drive faster, so he won't appear on the show. Oh, that'll be the time dilation, won't it? He drives too fast, so he's younger. <laughs> and his hips are... What's it? His hips haven't fallen... Oh, his bum hasn't fallen off. His, his hips, hips don't out. lie, I'm told, by young people. Oh... Uh. Um, <laughs> oh dear God. 
A minute on the hips, a lifetime on the no. What is it? A minute on the lips. Minute on the lips is a lifetime on the hips. It depends what you're doing, though. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Those cold sores. Oh, dear me. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, um, <laughs> Uh, I think Mick and I are going to try and go live on YouTube after this. Um, live on BoobTube. Going live. Oh. Wow. If you hang on, I, I can, can enter your, your chat, chat and abuse <laughs> and give it, not abuse yeah. you. Um, yeah. And send the messages off, yeah, if you like. Yeah, have to wait. <laughs> have what you are you going to be doing? Do you know what a Discord is? We don't I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. No. We started playing Fortnite the other day, and this American chap turned up, saying, "Hi, how are you? Have you got a Discord?" And we're like, ten minutes ago, "What's what that? A Discord." <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always getting knocked out of mine. I've, I've got Discord account, but forever getting knocked out and needing two tone, two tone author, two tone No, to let you back in. I'm like, oh, for goodness sake, I just want nobody's security is pretty tight there. Is this, is this the, the woman that madness it. went one step beyond with? It's just, it's just... So, what are you going to be doing on your live your live broadcast? Probably talking to me. Re- requests? Requests? You've been in recently. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. I thought oh, we, were going, we were going to talk about what I'm, what, well, I've been watching. Have, have, well. have, have you got, got a robot to tell you to hydrate after an hour? You've got to have one of those. We have to relate it to the podcast. I'm always a little bit Nick. It doesn't make sense to appear on the podcast. So, we'll talk about both. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. I'll send you the file late after your broadcast, then, if that's all right. Because if you're going to fire up fairly soon, I'll, uh, I'll come in. What is the time? Oh, quarter to four already. I'm to get Okay. It's all rock and roll in the podcast as well. See you later. Bye, Lisa. Lisa's off. She's watching in. Well, it's been in the drying machine for two hours. <laughs> it'll probably have shrunk. It'll probably have shrunk to like one oh, you, square. You're not, you're not hanging it out upon the washing line? Oh, God, no. We don't have time for that. Turn up outside the flat. And they went. They went. They they took a little ladders off the thing. It started raining for five minutes, and they put all the ladders back and drove away. I mean, I, I stayed for about five minutes. They're, Are they British? Typical British workers. They're very quick to, to to cancel their work. Um, I have to ask Mr. T as I ask him each week. Have you got a man coming round again? Does Lisa? Because Lisa has all these men coming round, doesn't she? Oh no! Oh, no. Uh, you've got, got no, no more men, men coming, coming every Lisa. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, the guard man, man might be coming, coming Monday. Monday. Is it Monday he's coming? Might come and trim your shrubbery. Yeah. We've we've got got an out-of-control Budleyer. I'm sorry, dear. I got some cream for that. Oh, I was hacking at my Budleyer last night. God, they don't have shoot-up, do they? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I thought, well, it hasn't quite flowered yet. It seems a shame. Were you and the, and the butterfly, the and the, well, partly yes, because the bits mm. that were sticking out on the path. But you know, it's uh, it'll upset the butterflies because it's very good for your butterflies and your bees. I did, you know. I did see you, Red Admiral. 
Mm. <laughs> yes, let's just do it. Some we got, you know, we got we got some butterfly. But of course, um, according to the lying BBC weather app, uh, we're having thunderstorms all afternoon and into the until about ten o'clock tonight. But uh, so far, we haven't had one. Oh, they've left us. They're on their way up. They're probably just got onto the National mm. Express coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's supposed to. Yes, it's like jaggedy jaggedy lines all day. It was subtropical. Yeah, it's very warm. It is very warm. Subcultural. Oh, wait, I say, it's a, bit, it's a bit warm, isn't it? You know, a bit too warm for me, you know. Well, we, we better go and do our YouTube. We'll <laughs> 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 you uh, uh, have a modicum of sanity over on YouTube now. Yeah. Uh, now on YouTube, a choice of listening. <laughs> <laughs> and on BBC Two, the Virginian. There's not that many videos on that YouTube, is there? Just a few. It's fine. It's fine. There were not many videos <laughs> on that. Uh, now the Virginian. Yeah. So what, what is Discord then? What's that in? Paul P- would better explain. It's a voice <laughs> yeah, thing, you isn't explain. it? You're very, you're very good at explaining things. Well, people do use, use it for podcasting and stuff. Oh, right. Like a forum. So it's, a bit like, it's a bit like Zoom. Also have a chat for, I think I have a show like podcast chat forum on there. All oh, right. But I don't know. Pride Forty Eight use it for use it as their chat forum if they, if they have any live shows. Mm. Oh, so you link it to your YouTube account and oh, I get it. Right, okay. I'm not, I'm I did. I did go on there occasionally when you did live shows. But if, if I, I got, got there, there too early, early it was terribly scary. scary. <laughs> I had ter- terrible trouble trying to. Uh, once upon a time, I decided I might upload some of the shows to YouTube, and I just it was it wouldn't accept them in any format at all. It wouldn't let me convert them or anything. It was just really weird. I couldn't find a format that it would accept. You know, so I didn't. You have to convert them to MP4s, which, which means putting them into photo editor and adding a picture, picture and then, then making the picture like an hour long. Yeah, but it just, it just that was the thing. It just made it. Uh, the file was so huge. I'm running out mm. of hard drive space all the time these days. Um, you know, anyway, blah. Right, okay. Right, okay, okay I'll see you on YouTube I'll, there. I'll, I'll be recording with you on Wednesday, Martin. Yes, indeed, yes. We'll <laughs> keep it sane and sensible and do our normal, sane, sensible things. Ah, I, like I, I do for Sensible, sensible programming. I don't mind. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, thank you very much. Always right, th- nice to talk to you pleasure. all. Yes. Cheerio, then. Cheerio, then. See you, the, see you on the Fortnite battlefield. Yes. Oh, yes. Bye. Bye. Boy, hope Nick Goodman is on this episode. <laughs> that was a long one today, huh, folks? What the hell just happened on this show? I mean, seriously, reverse it, because I lost... Well, gotta tell you, I didn't expect that. Just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. D- does that does that make me Timmy the dog? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to identify as Timmy the dog, you can Ruff, identify as Timmy Ruff. the dog. 
<laughs> so do, does that make Paul and I Anne and George then? Do we have to fight to get <laughs> If you want, I don't care. I'm a dog. You can be what you like. <laughs> Good day, esteemed listeners. Pray mark your diaries for the 15th to the 17th of September, for you shall want to be in attendance at pride48.com. We cordially invite you to our grand denouement, the 15th and indeed final annual podcasting gala. Join us as we traverse the kaleidoscope of our community, featuring delightful LGBTQ and LGBTQ-friendly podcasts from the illustrious Pride 48 lineup, as well as a few surprises. It's your last opportunity to be part of this extraordinary event. Should you desire further particulars, visit the Pride 48 website. Don't forget, dear listener, September 15th to the 17th. Don't miss your opportunity to partake in this splendid celebration only (laughs) at pride48.com.